Hi guys, you are watching or listening to the Shift Training Podcast, where we talk about personal development, we talk about physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and just overall well-being. And today we're going to be talking about a few different subjects. We're going to be talking about culture code, obstacles, um, being sick, and how to get better. And then I hear Vaughn has some questions, so I don't know what it is. Oh, so let's that's jump a into bonus it. question right there. All right, cool. So Vaughn, culture code. Culture code. Okay, so this book, I thought it was incredible, something that I resonated straight away. And the one that I got from this book that I believe is important, is crucial for an environment that will make you progress and grow. So basically, one of the best lessons that I've learned is that a good leader is not enough to be just be loving and caring you need to make them feel safe mm -hmm. you need to have an environment of safety so when i talk about safety that means you're not judging other people mentally or physically or worried about their judgment constantly exactly making <clears throat> them feel anxious um they're you're not making them feel heard seen or you know um essentially those those areas mm. you want to make them feel seen cared you know uh, heard and you want to make just like a superheroes think about them you know right. like they they make you feel safe not just loving you and caring about you they want you to feel safe and the topic that i also enjoy is this coach in nba so his number one number one rule if there's a new teammate he will make sure that he will introduce it to the whole team. Mm -hmm. Because if you team is bonded like this, you are compatible and have that chemistry, then the success rate will go up. And there's so many research in this book that if you make them feel safe and connected to other people, then you'll be, you'll be winning championships. Awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, connection being <clears throat> required to conduce or focus uh or collect more energy yeah so like if you know everyone's moving in there hold on motorcycle because you know la um so if you know everyone's bonded together moving in the same direction versus energy just being sporadic all over the place yeah. it's easier to focus and create and build momentum when there's a unit or a team yeah. moving together a group of people moving together versus <clears throat> you know, each person kind of concerned yeah. about their own little, whatever it is, then there's just separate energy, separate things going on. So yeah. This happens that. to like different sports too. Like in hockey, I remember when I was in college, there's this research that, that they, they brought a team mm -hmm. that has the most chemistry and they brought all the all-star on the other team. Surprisingly enough that the team that won was the, team who has the most chemistry compared to the all-star mm. and i thought that was interesting yes the collective is the collective i think it's when you're in an all superstar they all want to be the best you know i'm the ego you know there's no team here i'm the <laughs> no, best separate they're all separate divided yeah, exactly yeah cool tight um anything else on culture code or should we continue i think we shall continue all right cool so i'm going to tell you guys about obstacles i actually had a <clears throat> thought this week and it's not like some like profound thought but i was thinking about it and uh 
and generally my relationship with obstacles is like get out of my way i don't like obstacles <laughs> or if you know i'm going to wreck you obstacles um or i will find a way around you obstacles i basically don't really um have any appreciation for obstacles usually um except for when i reframe them as challenges challenges therefore helping me to grow and become stronger become better to evolve etc so but when i say obstacle i immediately think hindrance you're you're problem you need, you need to get, get it out of my way as soon as possible but i had a different thought this week about obstacles guiding us kind of like even as roadblocks or if you think about a river certain obstacles kind of guiding where you're supposed to flow so instead you might be thinking oh it should flow like this maybe you're supposed to flow over this way for a particular reason mm. um so i wanted to give some thought to the idea that Sometimes obstacles are on our path to help redirect our focus, our attention, our energy, our momentum in a different way. So that way we can continue on the path that perhaps we should be on. Mm -hmm. This reminds me of the book from Ryan Holiday, Obstacles is the Way. That's an amazing book. <laughs> Sounds like sin to me, but uh, you know, it might be an amazing book. I haven't read it yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, this is an idea that I thought about. And I think that sometimes reframing obstacles in that fashion uh, probably would be helpful for myself and anybody else. So I wanted to go ahead and share that. I've not fully adopted that. I still have the visceral response of obstacle in my way equals go over or obliterate or through. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> it is important to take a moment to ask the question, this obstacle that's presented, is this obstacle possibly a challenge that is meant to redirect or guide my attention, focus or energy? You know, mm -hmm. so that's my huh? thought on obstacles. Sweet. All right. Um, yeah. So you recently got over the plague. Uh -huh. Juan was sick. I was sick. Um, but you had a question about you, when you were getting sick that I think everyone asks, which oh, is like, how, how can I get better faster? <laughs> when, when I was sick, I felt horrible. I, I, I felt so unproductive. But at the same time, uh, I was telling Coach Law earlier that I started to appreciate things that are slow. You know, I'm always being in the fast phase. Every time I wake up, go straight away at work. But I realized when I was sick, I was just relaxing. I felt my body. Um, I, I just, I just remember when I was younger, when everything is slow. As you get older, things become so much faster, and and I appreciate the things that are. You know, just drinking water, being it slow because I have a salt palate infection on top of my my mouth and it's causing me to feel pain. And I start to appreciate food even more because I've been eating fast, so fast that I don't even enjoy the food. Now I'm eating it as if like, you know, getting <laughs> the taste, <laughs> every taste. <laughs> and I have to chew about 15 times at least. <laughs> <laughs> just appreciating all those things it's slowing things down yeah <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah i think that um that's usually a good time to slow down it's when you know you're not feeling well um and yeah. i think that's also a key to like the question is like how can i get better right yeah and it's acknowledging that your body has particular needs yeah all that other stuff you were like let's do this maybe you need to slow down oh, what yeah. it is and, and refocus on what it is your body's saying it needs. And that's yeah. that's how you do it. That's the key to getting better faster, right? Yeah. And I wanted to work out, but I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> can't spend the resources. Yeah. When I wake up out of the bed, you know, I appreciate the step that I had. I never, you know, stepped this slow. 
<laughs> I had an insight, total perspective change. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's what happens with, um, you know, feeling unwell, right? It, it helps you to see or think differently uh, that that great health you have and that, that, that kind of energy gets taken for granted when it becomes a daily thing. And, you know, you forget if you forget that that's not always the daily thing. Yeah. Um, it, it can easily be forgotten that, Hey, I need to be grateful for this. Yeah. I also need to be grateful when I don't have it too. Yeah, exactly. Like how important your body is, like how it's giving you like that optimal function right now. But when you get older and you get getting sick, you start to really appreciate your body. 100%. Yeah. So Vaughn, it's time for the bonus round. What Ooh, is this question? This bonus round, this question is, you ready for it? Yes. All right. Let's see how I phrased this earlier. What is one mistake that you've been scared to address or reconcile? Ooh, Ooh. that's a good question. All right, so <clears throat> what is one mistake you've been afraid to address or reconcile? Yeah. Is that the question? Okay. So that was okay. my question to you. Oh, oh, oh Lord. Um, yeah, that's real tough. Okay, let me give that some thought right there. Because um, usually, I feel like <laughs> I feel like there might almost be any mistake, and I guess it just depends on who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, that might almost be any mistake, and it doesn't mean like um, sometimes uh, fear will paralyze us or make us not do something. Right? Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, when I I don't when I feel some type of way about something, I'm usually my response is proactive. Mm -hmm. um, I've kind of trained that in there now, um, but there are probably there are still a few things that I don't address. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of reconcile, yeah. I can use one that's pretty obvious. So you're very confrontational. Yeah, I guess I am very confrontational. Uh, well, what's your advice for those individuals that are like not? not very? Yeah, because it's hard for them to, you know, be upfront to you. Because yeah, one maybe they are afraid to you, or yeah, you know, they just don't have that ability. They never taught to address those feelings, or maybe their parents or the culture that they have is you need to suppress that. Don't be vulnerable or whatever. Oh, crap. Um, yeah, you know, this is an interesting one. Uh, I'm going to say that this, I feel like that, that question is a fantastic question. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that my answer is the same as someone who is confrontational, mm -hmm. which is weird because it's kind of like saying <clears throat> people who are non-confrontational, just be more confrontational, which is like not the yeah, right answer. Exactly. But it, but at the same time, there are time, there's a time and place for that. And I think for me, um, I've learned somewhere down the line because I, I wasn't always super confrontational. In fact, mm -hmm. I, I, I still to this day, there's a part of me that really doesn't like confrontation, mm -hmm. but I'm also quick to get with it because I'd rather be proactive than not. And mm -hmm. part of that comes from knowing what comes from not being willing to confront something. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we talk about many times, you know, if you don't face the dragon, you dra you're doomed to be a slave to the dragon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever it is you're afraid of facing, it will own you. It will consume you. It will limit you. It, yeah. will, it is the boss and you do what it says. Mm -hmm. You Whatever it is that you're unwilling to reconcile or at least face mm -hmm. or accept or understand about yourself or others. Yeah. Uh, plenty of people have seen the meme where, uh, I forgot what movie it is, but it's about the, um, what is it called? Uh, basically the pirates take over the ship. And um, mm -hmm. uh, dang it, I forgot. But he's basically the meme is he's looking and he's like, look at me. Mm -hmm. I'm the captain now. Mm -hmm. I'm the captain of this. I'm, I'm the captain now. Uh, That's how your fear is looking at you. <laughs> You're sitting up here like, yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes the fear is like, shh, 
<laughs> be quiet. Go in your room. Don't do that. Yeah. I'm the captain now. I'm yeah. the captain now at you. So, and I don't think that's worth it. I think that it's it's better to uh, move forward, even if afraid, right? Because yeah. that's how you're going to cultivate the courage. That's how you're going to cultivate confidence. Um, and I feel like the payout is worth it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes fighting or going in for something is exhausting or tiring if you don't have the energy for it you don't have the energy for it yeah but i would say it's still costing you energy whether you think it is or mm-hmm. not it might just seem like the path of least resistance is easier sometimes yeah. it is yeah sometimes it is yeah and th- this reminds me of every time we train this flips kicks and twists a jam you know where we train there's certain moves that we are afraid of That's and right. we would ask ourselves you know we do you want to be owned by our dragons <laughs> or, by our rather, fear? or rather fall down and yeah, get rather fall, fall down, down bro <laughs> yeah exactly i think the for me the thing to reconcile when i think about a mistake um i think for mistakes or something that i perceive to be a mistake um i'm usually generally proactive but if we were to talk about something that i um might not be mistake driven mm-hmm like just outright um, a fear, mm-hmm. I could use the social dancing component in salsa and bachata <laughs> dancing, right? Yeah. I have a real resistance against it, very <laughs> strong resistance yeah. for a multitude of reasons. They're all just justifications for, mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable with that because I know I'm gonna make lots of mistakes. I'm gonna turn into a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna forget what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think that's something that's hard for me to reconcile mm-hmm. is, um, going into the water of something and be like, I know absolutely nothing, but I'm going to go in here and learn. Then being in another situation where I go, I know absolutely nothing, but it's time to perform ish, you know, I, <laughs> but I'm still not going to know nothing. I'm not really going to learn very much. I might, but you know, the likelihood is just, I'm just going to eat that mistake for a few times. I think that's the, the fear recon- reconcile thing. I think uh, that's something for me. Mm, what yeah. about you, Vaughn? Um, well, the one that came on the top of my head is this was when I was young and me and my cousins, it was three of us, me, a uh, girl and a uh, guy. Mm-hmm. And we were watching a movie. And then during that movie, I had a gun. And then I was like, I want to throw this away. <laughs> and I had an idea. Spit out the gum, and then secretly put the gum to my cousin's <laughs> hair and the girls cut and then when we finished they actually noticed it and then the mom came in why you have a, a gum in your hair and 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 then the sad part about it they had to cut her, cut her hair and from there i never really oh, addressed no. this mistake that it was me who put that gun oh so, no um, i'm confessing his <laughs> now it's out there but reconciling <laughs> it right now exactly wow so that was my my uh my mistake that i've been really scared but i guess not anymore <laughs> <laughs> there it is all right young yeah. ron putting gum in people's hair that's it all right <clears throat> cool um is there anything else you want to talk about or touch base on i think that's it all right, guys, uh, just in case you haven't heard yet, uh, you will most certainly hear about it soon or it, at this point in time when this drops, it will already be probably near time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, emotional wellness classes. We'll be hosting those. The class will be once a week. We'll be trying out four classes. Um, we'll, this will be via Zoom. So for anybody who wants to participate, it's easy. The cost is going to be extremely low. We'll have your RSVP. Mm-hmm. We'll shoot you a link. Very easy. Mm-hmm. So 
uh i think that's it for today on that's where, it where can they find us and if you have been been following us please follow us on our social shift on your life and don't forget to subscribe shift training on our podcast and youtube all right guys we thank you and we appreciate you for your time and we hope that you have a fantastic week peace